I gotta look out for me.
only way we're all gonna get through this is if we think as we, not me. I understand now. Thank you very much. No, wait. I'd love to hug you, but that's how the virus spreads, remember? Yeah, you're very right. I'll never forget this. Alright, folks, uh, emergency supplies. Who needs them? Oh, my goodness. I have not been able to find this anywhere. How much for the bath tissue? Uh, it's actually it's free. Wait, really? I'm sorry. I don't understand. <laughs> well, the only way we're going to get through this is if we think as we and not as me. So, here you go. God bless you. God bless you too. Hey, Darman fam. I hope you love that message about how the only way we're going to get through this pandemic is if we think it's we and not me. I appreciate you watching. I hope you're staying safe. And remember, we're not just telling stories. We're changing lives. And when you share my videos, you're helping to change lives too. Because of the love and support my Darn Man fam shows me, we just hit this many views.
nurse friends of mine and we were discussing different medications that could be used to potentially help people. Doctors who were reporting around the country that they were using a combination of medications that were helping people. People were not dying when they were on these medications. They were getting better. Those medications are not being used in hospitals in New York City. What is happening is that they're putting people on nasal cannula. If they require more than six meters of nasal cannula, they get intubated, they go on the vent, or they get trached if there's not enough vents. They don't get high flow, no non-rebreather, no non-invasive ventilation, no CPAP, no BiPAP. They're on a closed system ventilator versus a CPAP or a BiPAP for fear that it will spread the virus. Which, by the way, I know a nurse in Florida who was fired for exposing that about CPAP and BiPAP and patients being put on the ventilator, like straight away to the ventilator, to be on a closed system. The patients don't know any better. They don't have family with them. There is no one there with them to advocate for them. So they are scared and they give consent. The ventilators have high peak, high pressure, which then causes barotrauma. It causes trauma to the lungs. Dr. Uh, Sedell, Cameron Kyle Sedell, a few weeks ago, put out a video. He's in New York City, and he put out a video saying something is not right, like we're not treating this correctly. We're doing something wrong. This doesn't make sense. They pulled his video from YouTube, and they took him out of ICU because they couldn't have one doctor going against the grain, going against their protocol. The protocol is propofol or some kind of sedation because they're on the ventilator.
She said we need help, and people are sitting there waiting in the hotels. Money, I guess, being paid is being paid for by FEMA, and yet they're still understaffed. And there are hundreds of people, hundreds of nurses, in the hotels waiting to be called onto a shift. So there is manpower enough if the goal were to actually save people, but resources are not being utilized properly or to full capacity in a way that maximizes the patient benefit or improves the outcomes. The records and charting are crap. And now some of these hospitals in New York City are probably crappy on a good day. So you add in the fear of COVID and the fear of the whole pandemic and forget it. So you're dealing, if you're in a crappy hospital with crappy nurses, let's face it, all those nurses have worked with crappy nurses before who don't care. So now you add in this, forget it. And they're having people do things that they can't do. So maybe things that they're not proficient in. So maybe a nurse who's not familiar or comfortable with using a ventilator. And it's that figure it out mentality. Figure it out. These patients are critical and they're crashing. Figure it out. So nurses are being celebrated as heroes, right? We see how like the fire trucks and and the police are like lining up and practically having these parades and celebrating them as heroes. And don't get me wrong, I'm sure in some parts of the country and other ICUs, I have friends that are working on the front lines in ICU and they are good nurses. And some of them are heroes. But we have nurses being celebrated as heroes who are killing people, the heroes. And they're being brainwashed to think they're doing something great just by going to work because they're brave enough to go to work. But what are you doing at work? You're certainly not saving people if you're not even you're not even running codes. You're not even going into patient rooms. You're you're hurting people. You're killing them. You're contributing to the problem. I know I'm going to get hate mail for this, and that's fine. Because people are dying who don't have to die. Again, there's no family there, so no one's being held accountable. And once these people get intubated, they're being scared to giving consent to be intubated. And then for a lot of them, it's over. And there's nobody going to be held accountable. And there's nobody looking out for them. They are completely by themselves. There's like a total lack of critical thinking. It's out the window. And people are scared to speak up. And one person alone isn't going to change the overall culture of a hospital or a system or a city. Like I said, Dr. Cameron Kyle Seidel's video was pulled from YouTube. And he was pulled from the ICU for sounding the alarm and going against the grain. So people are sounding the alarm. It's just not changing anything, apparently. So what can you do? Buck the system. I'm really worried I don't have any family in New York City that I personally have to worry about. If there are people that you are worried about, or maybe it's not even New York City. Maybe you're in another city that's being really hard hit and you're just hearing really bad things coming out of that city up the system. Something is wrong in the system. So go against the grain. Request records immediately. Records, transcripts immediately. If there's a medication that you want your loved one to be given, report it as an at-home medication and demand that it be continued. That's just a tip from inside the system. If you want a medication to be given, you've got to report that it's an at-home medication and that you demand that it be continued. Your loved one is not going to have you in there advocating for them. Once they go in, you're not allowed in. The only reports that we're able to get of what's going on are coming from the inside, and people are afraid to speak out. People have lost their jobs. Do not give consent for intubation if you don't want to be intubated or your loved one to be intubated. Demand non-invasive or less invasive ventilation methods. As soon as you give that consent, you might not come out of it. Now, in some cases, it might be appropriate. We just don't know. We know that it's being used inappropriately in a lot of cases and that the ventilators are making people worse. Please share this video make it go viral. People need to know this. This is the truth of what's going on from my nurse friend who's in New York City right now on assignment. This is murder, she says.
Hey, what's up, guys? I want to uh, thank you for coming to my show. My name is Earl Carter. This is some wild stuff I'm giving y'all tonight. So, um, that was deep what you just heard. You know what's crazy? It's like, what if your father-in-law was in there, or your dad, or your mom, or somebody you really care about in a nursing home, or in a hospital? What if it's your husband that smoked? Like, I'm 52, I smoke. What if I took sick? How would my wife feel about me? You know what I mean? I'll be on my way to heaven. <laughs> That's crazy. Anyway, I got something deep I want y'all to hear. This is really crazy. So we're going to bring you into this sound bit real quick. And then we're going to come in. After that, I think we're going to call it a night. And then we'll be back on Thursday and Friday. We're going to come up with some new stuff. But you can always catch us on theacorn.com. We'll always have great information for you guys. And we are digging deep with everything. So here we go.
they claimed that their eugenics program was being run from the United States. The Nazis were rightly admonished for war crimes, but not Thomas Watson. He went on to create the IBM World Trade Corporation and passed IBM on to his son. His granddaughter ended up marrying Margaret Sanger's grandson. Bill Gates' father worked on the board for Planned Parenthood, and his mother worked on the corporate board for IBM, who Bill partnered with to create Microsoft. With no medical background, Bill Gates then went on to become the world's foremost pusher of vaccines and population control. Do you think this is all coincidence? Foundation funds the WHO, the NIH, the CDC, and the UN. And now he's saying that until we get mass vaccinations, we might never be able to gather in groups. And which activities like mass gatherings uh, may be, in a certain sense, more optional. And so until they're widely vaccinated, those may not uh, come back uh, at all. The president's coronavirus response team are all pushing the Bill Gates vaccination agenda. Dr. Fauci is on the leadership council for the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. In January of 2017, Anthony Fauci told a crowd at Georgetown University that there would be a surprise outbreak during the Trump presidency. There is no question that there will be a challenge the coming administration in the arena of infectious diseases, both chronic infectious diseases in the sense of already ongoing disease, and we have certainly a large burden of that, but also there will be a surprise outbreak. Deborah Burks is a board member for the Global Fund to Fight AIDS, Tuberculosis, and Malaria, which was founded by the Gates Foundation and known for millions of dollars of fraudulent misuse of funds. In October of 2019, Bill Gates sponsored Event 201, a simulation that estimated 65 million people killed by coronavirus. In November of 2019, the Peerbright Institute, funded by Bill Gates, was granted European patent number EP317-2319B1 for a coronavirus vaccine that may be used to treat humans. Today, Dr. Fauci says the virus will keep coming back, and he says the ultimate game changer will be a new vaccine. In Australia, the Prime Minister is telling people the shutdown will last months, that it's the new normal, and that the only way out of your homes is to accept the vaccine. There is no proof that vaccines are the answer. In fact, the CDC admitted in federal court that it does not have studies to support the claim that vaccines do not cause autism. A top UN scientist admitted that vaccines are killing people. It is time to do some hard thinking. Will you allow your government to impose forced vaccinations? For Infowars.com, this is Greg Reese. So there it is, guys. There it, there it is. There it is. Right, right, right back there. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? They, did they do this to us? And what can we do about it? There's nothing we can do about it. We're just living this life.
We are just living this life tonight. Me and you. We're stuck. What can we do? There's nothing that you or me can do about it. That's crazy. I was going to play Stairway to Heaven for you guys. But I kind of mixed it up. So I'm going to play Motley Crue. Home Sweet Home. I hope you like this, guys. Let's try and reminisce when social gasm was nothing. Just wait. 